2: Hello and welcome to Ready Player Two. As you may have guessed, I'm not Rich. I'm Ross and I'm in the host chair this week. Um, Rich is away and so is Lewis but Lewis has got a real reason. He's got no internet so he can't really join us. Um, Elle's here though. Hello Elle. (laughs)
3: Hello.
2: And joining us we have two special guests. One is the enemy of peter our youtube guy (laughs) byron welcome evening evening (laughs) and our second guest all the way from those united states of america we have john riley how's it going welcome sir
1: welcome thank you thank you welcome to our podcasts warm welcome from across the pond
0: (laughs) yeah it's a little gray here get used to that
1: (laughs) nice and sunny over here
3: oh Uh... shut up
4: (laughs) <laughs> Very miserable and covered in pollution apparently.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the end of the world in the UK. Anyway, um how are we all doing? What have we been up to this week? Let's start with
4: um let's start with you,
2: Byron. What have you been doing this
4: week? Um mostly goat simulator, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, you caused quite a furore, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Although oh, that was all like kicking off at like half eleven midnight and yeah. I'm up at six in the morning. I can't hang around for all that stuff. I was up until two.
0: I, I until
4: did two. see you.
0: Fucking trying to trying to use logic, killing people with kindness. I was like, Joe, you're not listening to me. You need to resort to name calling. Then I know you're a belligerent little man, child, just throwing his toys at the pram, and I'm just gonna set you on fire.
2: <laughs> we'll come to this in a bit. I'll calm down. Calm down. Um,
0: oh! <laughs> how
2: is
4: Goat Simulator though? Oh, is it? oh man, it's it's a hell of a lot of fun. I try, I've been trying to avoid watching any anybody else's videos, reading anything about it, because I saw the release trailers and I just thought I, I've got to buy this mm. as soon as it, as soon as they put it up on Steam, I've got to have it. So it was kind of like South Park. I watched a couple of videos for South Park and it's like, yeah, I'm laughing. It's funny, it's good, but I don't want to watch too much, so I'm going to spoil all the gags and stuff. Mm. So it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's the most ridiculously glorious thing I've seen in a while. It's brilliant. <laughs>
2: Has this made a bigger splash in America, John, as in the UK?
1: Yeah, actually, um, it's just everywhere uh, with uh, certain video game personalities on YouTube. I was actually watching somebody called Just Drums last night on Twitch actually show him um, editing his video for Goat Simulator where he actually had to catch the goat in a uh, hang glider or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, it was pretty funny. I haven't really watched a lot of videos about it, but I have heard that it is, uh, it, it's, it's, I guess, borderline meme-esque, with yeah. uh, just total win when it comes to gameplay, so. I thought it was like a joke or something when this game came <laughs> in. Yeah, that's and what I it thought. it's real life, so.
0: It's so glitchy. Oh, is it? So unbelievably glitchy. That's My the fun of flew. it, though.
1: <laughs> I saw on Byron's
2: video when he walked into like a fence and the goat's neck just kind of snapped back and <laughs>
4: did 360 spins and all sorts. Oh, well, I've got um, this. One of the videos is up already up on the YouTube channel. Um, there'll probably be another one up on Saturday. I think there was what was it earlier today? There was drunken robot porn. That was it. Yeah. Um, there'll be like the other half of um the goat simulator stuff on Saturday. Right. and then probably after that I'll put out like um, I was just messing around the other night um, uh, playing Goat Simulator and I thought bugger it, I'll put Shadow Play on while I'm playing Is this, it. just record some stuff didn't do any voiceover for it or anything I've recorded like this little like highlights, like 8 minute highlight reels of just ridiculous stuff that you see on that game <laughs> it's absolutely crazy
2: oh, i look forward to that um, anything else you've been playing this week?
4: A bit of Minecraft a bit oh, of, Minecraft. Bit of AMR, yeah. oh yes yeah, I Steam counts how mo- how long you've played a game for, yes. and I am seriously glad that Minecraft doesn't do that because
3: <laughs> oh I've God, got like no.
4: I've got like 190 hours on some games on Steam, I think something like that or whatever. Minecraft would be treble that easily. It's ridiculous.
0: <sighs> I boy. bought it when it was four pounds. I do not want to know how long I've actually played in that game. Yeah,
4: exactly. It's uh, it's absolutely ridiculously addictive. I went off it for a while because I did like a um, 48-hour streaming thing just before Christmas. Not all in one go. It was broken up over two days. But I did like a 48-hour live streaming thing. So I've gone off it for a while. But yeah, yeah once it gets its hooks in. Um what else have we got on there? I think Trackmania 2 Stadium I jumped back into recently. Just I've been upgraded my PC recently. I've been trying to find all the graphically intense games I could possibly lay my hands on and yeah. that's probably one of them. It's a nice distraction. What is this? I've never seen this. It's like Track Mania, the original one was out a couple of years ago. It's like a sort of racing crossed with like a stunt game. Um, it's oh, well. really bizarre. Um, you've just got the most ridiculous track with, with like loops and crazy jumps on there and stuff and mm. there's an absolute crap ton of like community uh, user-submitted content on there, a little bit like trials. Um, oh right,
2: okay.
4: With the, like just you know in a car instead. Yeah. But it's it's a hell of a lot of fun actually. Oh, yeah, it does look good actually looking at the screenshots. I'm no good at it, but it's a <laughs> lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> All right, then. um,
2: John, what have you been playing this week?
1: I just got from um, from Tokyo, Japan, a game that I pre-ordered and I was waiting for for a while. It's called J Star Victory Versus. It's a um. It's kind of like a uh, 45th anniversary of Shonen Jump because I'm a big anime and manga fan. Right. So um, that's a huge distributor of a really awesome material called, uh, of course, Shonen Jump. But it's uh, comprises of a lot of really popular anime and manga, like such as One Piece, Naruto, Beach, oh, Dragon Ball Z, and they're all in a um, melee kind of um, uh, 3D environment where they're able to destroy people. And I could only um, what do you call it? Compare it to like uh, Power Stone from the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Like uh, pretty much the whole entire environment, pretty much all the buildings are destructible. Like you can throw somebody into a building and it will just uh, get all destroyed. The controls are really, really simple. And it's like, you know, it's 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 good if you want to play with your friends or play in sparing moments. But uh, comparing it to like some other games like Naruto or like the new Dragon Ball Z game, um It's not not that good because you know there are certain failures when it comes to controls and just player ability. But you know it's it's fun and it was worth what I paid for it and stuff because I can always just sell it later or just give it as a present to somebody (laughs) really likes it because I know a lot of my friends are um, uh, Japanese files or whatever you call them. They they love everything Japanese. You know I'm pretty sure. yeah, yeah, that's that's a perfect word for it. That was escaping my mind at the moment. I have a lot of otako friends and uh the and it's it's fun because I I want to play it because I'm just a big fan and also uh, I enjoy streaming a lot of the games on my Twitch channel. So that was one that I saw because the majority of everybody was streaming that game, um didn't speak English. So being able to allow other otakus here who uh you know enjoy that kind of stuff but i've spent way too much time on that game i just um started playing world of warcraft and i've uh, never played before yes goodbye my life because literally all i've done is create a character and then walk around the town and then just leave don't, 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 do, it. <laughs> don't do it i, I, I have I, had
0: so much so time from <laughs> my life just swallowed
1: into this also you're we were talking earlier about communities and stuff i've i've heard Mixed reviews as far as the gaming community inside of uh, League of Legends and Dota 2, and it's just, you know, it's awful or it's awesome Supporting so uh, if I don't jump into World of Warcraft and just delete it while I can um, I should I would probably jump into that because this April uh, since this is the month of April um, I want to try something new that I haven't done before so you know a MOBA or uh, An MMO or whatever and uh, the last game I've been playing this uh, currently was uh south park stick of truth so i've been enjoying playing that so especially when i found the beard and i was able to equip my character <laughs> with a massive beard like i do so it's, it's pretty awesome It's <laughs> the highlight of that game so far um how are you
2: how you you finding south park
1: because um, everyone i've known who's played it has absolutely loved it no i've loved it i loved it there's uh a lot of love for that because it's like it makes me want to relive and rewatch all the uh, the different episodes that were back in the day, like, you know, Man Bear Pig and Quijibo oh, yeah. and Mr. Uh, hanky. And uh, just, a, you know, I love one of the funniest ones that I said. It was like, you got to go find Jesus <laughs> and find yep. him hiding And he's like, Oh, you find me. And he runs away.
0: I love the uh, loading screen little captions as well. Don't forget to bring
3: a towel!
1: <laughs> and also, you guys, I heard that you guys, the the uh, the copies out there in uh, the UK have been censored. So it's, it's kind of only funny on, to describe exactly what's going on, but they won't show you. Only on consoles, apparently. Um, oh, PC's PC good. PC
0: Gaming Master Race. That is always Indeed. the way to go. Sorry. Uh, nice.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> All right, Um, right, I've... Played very little this week. I've played some more NBA uh, 2K14 as I will do every week, and I've also played The Walking Dead Season Two Episode Two. I know I can see Ellie. You've played it there. Before I spoil anything, Byron John, do you play Walking Dead?
4: I have to get into this game. Everybody's talked about it.
2: I've got to get into this. I can maybe spoil. Yeah, you do. Um, John, do you mind if we hear spoilers?
1: uh i am no you know what i i don't care because i i hate the tv (laughs) shows this has this has nothing to do with the tv exactly Uh, no go for for it i that says i love the graphic novel better than the show and you know if there's spoilers spoilers you know you know i'll play the game eventually it's not going to stop me from actually enjoying it so oh my god (laughs) alive i
3: know i freaking was crying (laughs) i was like oh (laughs) it's
0: <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, and when you just have to, like, choose between who you sit with. And I'm like...
3: Oh,
2: no. man, that was heartbreaking. No!
0: Of course I'm fucking going to sit no,
2: no, Of course
0: I'm going to fucking do it.
2: I felt bad who for Luclo.
0: Oh, no, fuck him. I don't yeah. really give a shit. I'm just like... <laughs> I have not had any emotional contact with you, sir. You can fuck right <laughs> off. Like, look at me with, like... Oh, I d- why would you do that? Well, because, you know, me and... We've been through fucking shit. We killed a man. <laughs> yeah. Like, me, me being with you for about a day where you fucking lock me in a shed. Yeah, yeah that, right. that ain't exactly on the same level, so.
2: Yeah, that bit where you're up on top of the um, of the lookout. You're looking down at the, the bridge and then you, you, you the camera pans down and you see them having a the confrontation with the people that own the ski or are in the ski lodge. Think, oh shit, someone's about to go down there.
0: Oh, no, I know. And it's oh, so many feelings. Unbelievable. Now, apart from that, I didn't feel like this episode actually carried as much weight as the previous one.
2: No, it was quite brutal towards the end.
0: Yeah, towards the end, yeah. However, episode one, I cried no less than three times, and I don't cry that often. Oh, Sam. Oh, fucking hell, no, I just. Oh, my God. That was so intense. So intense. Especially with Omid. Um, And his missus, I can't remember her name, but oh, when that's in Krista, when shit went down with them, Mm. that was it, gone. Then when she again with Sam, gone. What? Oh yeah, in the shed, gone. Oh my god, it was so intense. And I think episode two lacked that intensity. However, I'm quite hopeful for the next episode to pick it up a bit. Yeah. Um, because again, it might have slowed for now, but I think that's going to be better in the long run because you can't keep that level of high intensity emotional trauma <laughs> without you know pushing gamers away i think yeah it's
2: not fair on people's emotions
0: oh, you living hell, in that constant
2: busy. state of on edgeness um okay. that's all i've played what else have you played out this week
3: oh so much stuff okay,
2: before we do your stuff this week let's have a quick recap of what you played last week for people that um didn't see the live cast we did uh, Let's quickly run through a few of the games you played.
0: So, Dark Deception, which was essentially Pac-Man in a spooky house, which I think Rich will really love to play, which is what I said, because there are little monkeys, with, like toy monkeys, with like the little symbols that chase you around. It was quite cool. It was quite fun. But um, if you die, like the sound on it is just too loud. So whoever picks this up, please turn your sound settings down quite low. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't too scary, but it was, you know, spooky.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. I played the Hunter, which was a prototype, uh, and it is freaking amazing. I really love this concept. Yeah. You play, uh, you play on like a completely black screen. Right. Uh, you play as a, a blind character, so you hear by echolocation. So with your each footstep, so with each like motion forward you do, you have like a little uh, blip of sound out. Right. So it shows on the screen as like a little white wave, and that way you can navigate around. It's quite cool, yeah, uh, I, I really like the concept, and you have to go around killing these Minotaur things, Minotaur demons, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is quite cool, I, I like that one. Uh, I played Caffeine, which I have mixed feelings about, but I'm kind of hopeful for it, I'm really fussy with my horror games, yeah. Uh, so I am quite hopeful.
2: Is there a, a review, preview in the works for that?
0: There is, there is. It's in the works. It's in the works. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a heavy-handed person, and I don't want to be heavy-handed with something that has quite a bit of, of potential on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played some, uh, again, another alpha game. I played Proven Lands, which was kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> like Minecraft in space. And I like Minecraft in space. <laughs> I love. It. I love Minecraft, I love space. Put them together, I will roll around in space dust until the cows <laughs> come Uh I had great fun, but I want more. Like, I want the game now. Right. Like, right now. Uh, that would be great, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played uh, played Rice, and of Rome, whilst I was back at home. Um, QTE first. Um, yeah, I am not a big fan of quick time events. However... That being said, uh, in Rise, it was done exceedingly well. It was an incredibly cinematic game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, and I really enjoyed the story as well. I think that was that was quite good. However, there are some bits which are very cliche and made me very angry. Because, you know, these games, they have these like false levels of, oh, isn't it so emotional? Don't you get the feels. And I'm like, no, I really don't. I don't know whether that's because I'm a cold-hearted person. But I'm just like, yeah, there's my mum and my sister and they're both face down in the water, but I really couldn't give a shit because I've seen them for all about two seconds. <laughs> if you need to kill off characters, do it with some weight because that meant nothing to me. Yep. Yeah. Stuff I've been playing this week, been playing a bit of the Goat Simulator because it's the glitchiest <laughs> thing on this planet. It is oh. amazing.
4: The glitchiness makes it fun, though i know i
0: love glitchy games i love being able to get stuck outside of the map and start I've gaining achievements that, done
4: that so often thing.
0: it's like it could fly oh we're at the edge of the universe now look at that go go
4: <laughs> uh, some of the stuff on the highlights reel that's going up on the weekend is absolutely insane
0: Oh man, it just makes me so happy. I'm a great big fan of Gary's mod, so anything that has like a, an an inch of the glitchiness of Gary's mod, I am <laughs> all over. Um, I played some Eternal Darkness, which is quite an old game, but I do like it. Just... it rings
2: a bell, that does. Why is that yeah. a bell? Yeah.
0: Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. People went absolutely mental over it. It's a game on the GameCube. It's quite an old survival horror video game. One of the classics, I think. Um, it utilizes like sanity effects to um, really really drive its gameplay and yeah. I really really like it. If you've never played it before, I'm not gonna ruin it for you. It's an experience like you go and play it, go and buy some sort of crappy, beaten, unloved gamecube <laughs> and this game and play it at 3am without any of the lights on. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Consumer
2: advice there from Ready Players. Here.
0: Consumer advice. I um, got a nine
2: point six out of ten from IGN.
0: There, it's it's just incredible. I absolutely love it. This is one of the foundations for my tastes in uh, in horror. Ah. So I, I really, really like it. So that was like a nice little bit of nostalgia that I had there. Yeah. And I played a bit more Nino Kuni because I am a Ghibli fan and all of the Ghibli water in this game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Wow, you played quite a lot. Yeah, well, much more than me, anyway. Um, should we do some news?
5: Let's go
3: for the news.
2: News. Let's start with Byron and his angering the Peters or the Peter followers. I don't think Peter care too much, really.
4: No, probably not.
2: Explain how this all happened
4: okay i posted up um like you know the photo, the um i like the promo shot for goat simulator nice blue background goat just a picture of that it said on twitter it said soon copied in like cc at ready player 2 yeah this total random guy replies back to me and says so soon you're going to enjoy playing a game about mutilating goats the fuck and it's like okay I'm not really sure where you're going with this, so I'm going to go for the sarcastic <laughs> troll bait. Standard so, yeah, internet okay.
2: response.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, if if you're going to be serious about this, you might come back with something like "Don't be a dick," or you might actually try and make a point.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, if you're going to be a troll, you're going to bite. So <laughs> <laughs> I replied, uh, replied back and said, "Yeah, do you know what? It's an awful lot of fun. I enjoy, I probably enjoy that more than drowning bags of kittens and puppies, which." <laughs> Obviously, I don't do that. That That is fucking horrible. But, you know, let's see what he's going to come back with. And then so he retweet, he uh, retweets that tweet of mine and then just replies back to me and says, um, oh, that's just who you are. I was like, okay, what the hell are you on about? So I replied, go, uh, replied back to him and said, not sure if you're trolling or what. And then his reply was, you're a pussy. Okay, yeah. gloves are off, mate. <laughs> that was fine. Because at that point, you know, I was... Yeah, you know, I kinda of go into bed. Then he starts sending uh then he starts sending tweets to pretty much everybody everyone my, well, he tried to tweet everyone of my followers or everyone I've interacted with recently and said, Hey, do you really want to follow this guy? He yeah. drowns kittens and puppies and he likes goats oh. about mutilating goat he likes games about mutilating <laughs> goats. And I'm like, Okay, what? <laughs> and I wake up to like 44 twitter notifications in the morning i've never felt so popular it was amazing
2: <laughs> yeah the really player 2 community got on board with this this time
4: oh yeah you're not kidding <laughs> hell especially geez
0: i like to give education to those who particularly need it
2: yeah he needs it definitely uh, my favorite response is from um, captain stew a friend of mine and lewis's who Picked him up on his, his grammar and his use of language. And then this, this weirdo started favouriting pictures of Sue's children.
4: Oh, I saw that, yeah. What the oh. hell?
2: What the fuck is that about?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He just replied and said, like, care to explain why you're favoriting the f- f- pics of my children? I was yeah. like, oh, my God, fucking creepy. Yeah, that so is now... very creepy.
0: <laughs> so now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now, dear viewers, we have a pedophilic zoophile on our hands. <laughs>
2: The people I like, like to eat dogs as
0: well.
2: <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, so we have got our first troll. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was, surprisingly, it was, it was me. <laughs> 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 yeah, we've had a couple that have tried before, but they've never been this persistent. This went
4: on for a good no. few hours. No. this this was till like oh, well, what did you say? Like l oh, like two in the morning? I think yeah. that was like the last tweets so I saw was like between you and this. Moron. Mm.
0: Like, my my mother senses were tingling. <laughs> I don't have children. I don't plan on having children. So the internet is my child. <laughs> so it's, well, sometimes I get quite angry and I try to be calm about it. And I try to be as nice as I can, kill people with kindness. But my heart was pounding. You <laughs> should have seen the Ready Player Two chat, the private one. <laughs> because I was like, <gasps> I can't sleep now i need to go and punch a pillow and um, my heartbeat was going i was ready for a fight i was just
4: like Ugh. oh i'd love to stay up but you know
0: got better things morning. to do in life you know
4: oh i have no idea how that got out of hand that was absolutely mental, was mental. by the time i'd replied to him i'd already scanned through this guy's twitter feed and seen loads of stuff retweeting like tweets from peter and yeah I got absolutely he had an agenda to start with and i've got absolutely no time for peter to be honest with you they're not not not
0: animals and you claim to be an all-loving no exactly
4: Mm. yeah exactly what i I was reading something the other day after all this nonsense went on and something like 89 percent of animals that one of their centers took in were slaughtered and
0: not just that well, wow. using women's bodies to propagate the marketing material is also something that I'm incredibly pissed off about. Yeah. If you need to do good advertising and you need a fucking naked woman to stand in for good marketing, then you've got a fucking problem.
1: Yeah, a scumbag Peter. <laughs>
0: Scumbags!
2: John, this new story from you. Game Jam reality show failure.
1: Yeah, it what is a thing. The thing. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this already, but they were actually considering about doing a. Uh, how's my echo? Uh, all good
2: now, mate, All good.
1: Okay, great, awesome. Uh, they were they were trying to put together an actual reality show, a la kind of like the same way that they did King of Nerds. Right. They're trying to make a game centric, video game centric uh, reality show. <sighs> so uh, yeah, it was it was it was a little weird <sighs> because they had a lot of game developers in competition along with YouTube personalities. I think that I saw John Tron in there. I saw the um the indie game developer, uh, uh the girl behind uh Depression Quest.
0: Oh yeah, I like her.
1: Yeah, and a lot of other great people involved in there. I, um, I'm actually trying to actually pull up the actual uh list of certain people in there. But they were split into uh days. But the guy who was pretty much like running the uh the whole entire thing behind the scenes Yeah, kind of a scumbag. (laughs) He was like, he he was bringing up the um, the instances like, do you feel that you stand a better chance winning because you have a sexy female on your team? (laughs) Like, oh, or do you on. think you stand an advantage for being a male-only team because you're stronger? <laughs> it's like scumbag producer, pretty much. And he's like, you got to make sure that you drink the Mountain Dew in front of the camera. And they were actually trying to start fights between, um, I think, JonTron and the girl behind Depression Quest because she already had... This crazy stigma from a lot of hate on people. The internet, your child, was hating on her for a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the internet has a lot of children that need fucking discipline, but, you know, (laughs) I'm only one woman, I can only mother so many.
3: (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, this particular thing is JonTron and Zoe button heads was something I was worried about from the second I saw their team up. Tensions were high and everyone was out of elements. But if any two personalities weren't going to gel, it was them. But pretty much they were trying to start, you know, you know how like the real world always has those fights? Oh, yeah. fights amongst everybody. They were trying to cause commotion and everything involving that and making them do dumb challenges that had nothing to do with game development. <laughs> and they got just so sick of it. Um they just they just bounced. They were like, yeah. Uh, they, uh one highlight uh just to let you guys know, this is on indiestatic.com uh, that they actually posted the review about, and they showed because the game developers were posting on their Twitters on how much of a pain the asses in the ass this was and given their story. <laughs> but what highlighted thing was, I cannot begin to impress upon you the psychological effects this line had on everyone. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was just so unbelievably worthless. Like, you know, they were, they were trying to make YouTube videos and trying to do Let's Plays to get everybody involved and everything. I'm like, and uh, it was like stupid uh, challenge prizes, like, you know, win a set of Mountain Dew lawn chairs. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. It's like, uh, it, I think that another thing, just uh, I'm not gonna read this whole entire article, but the the fact that like you know one particular person right here in the highlights says, because uh, this isn't the article that I first read, this is the sub article that I found with all the details. But the other one was I couldn't find. I think it was on like Polygon or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it it says gaming is not about diverseness it's about fun and that's something that people really have to think about and if anybody wants to make a reality tv show you have to think about that first because you know i'm pretty sure that these these people are interesting enough that you can make a show about them if they're not don't make a show about them all right You know, the only person that I see as flashy and ignorant and could make a really good reality show person if you just follow him around is Phil Fish. <laughs> because was such a, he was such an asshole yeah. during that indie game, the movie, that you literally could follow him around with a camera and see how he was just getting all crazy. Like, I thought that it was hysterical that his his April Fool's tweet was um, Fez 2 is back on. Hooray. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What an ass. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but the thing is, the two companies that were involved in making this have—they were part of Disney's corporation. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise! Because um, <laughs> the two, uh, the two, uh, I guess here's here's the thing that I've seen so many times before. Somebody makes a great website when they create great video content and great audio content and they get bought out by a huge company and then that company does something stupid and then that company decides we're just going to shut it down. And there goes all that hard work. Uh, What I'm talking about is uh, Maker Studios and uh, Polaris. Those were both bought by Disney. So, you know, the fact that, like, no, they have not been shut down. So please stop yelling at your radio or your <laughs> headphones for this podcast. All right. I'm just saying that it's like, it's this kind of stuff that'll make some big studio going, well, we fucked up. Time to start again. Yep. And they just clean shop right there. And it's just, it's, it's, unbelievably bad when somebody just they create a black eye for the video game community when they try to make something out of nothing. Mm. And this isn't a real world. This isn't Road Rules Challenge. These are <laughs> gang developers working on indie games. Or people of the YouTube personality who are Let's Play characters. I didn't see the full roster exactly who was involved but what I'm seeing such diverse people as far as Zoe with with her game and then JonTron for some reason is on the show. It's like it makes no sense uh, as far as content. I would just say that they're content creators. Yeah. Uh, having them on this reality show was a bad mistake. This whole entire bad mistake, and it was possibly the most expensive bad mistake that anybody could make when it comes to reality shows. Because literally, when people make reality shows, they don't make anything. It's just one long commercial. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I'm about to, What do you guys think about this?
4: I can't imagine it'd be much fun. If if I was on a reality show and I do YouTube stuff, not you know not as much as all these prolific guys and stuff, that's not going to be interesting viewing. <laughs> I'm just sat around staring at my monitor. I'm I'm playing games. I'm talking to myself constantly. I'm listening to the drivel that I spout sometimes, and it's not interesting. And I got to be honest, the, the, the whole thing passed me by when it all blew up and like uh, there were all the news articles and I well, say that uh, the. Uh, what was it, the Polygon article I think it was. Um, I kind of missed all of that when um, when it came up, but so I've been reading about it a little bit later and it just, it didn't seem like it was gonna be, it seemed like doomed to the Failure from the start.
1: Hmm.
4: Yeah. It, uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
4: a reality show about making games and making um, YouTube videos and YouTube and video content and what have you and stuff. And yeah, it's a bunch of guys sat around at their monitors.
2: I think there's a market there for it but it's it's a youtube market it's not a tv it's not big yeah. exactly
1: exactly when people actually try to make youtube content and try to translate that into the actual tv genre mm. that's a whole nother kettle of fish when you think about it because you're dealing with co-sponsors you're dealing with like legit sponsors this isn't like yeah, a exactly mm. or like sunglasses kind of thing or a gaming hat kind of thing this is like pepsi coke Frito-Lay, which I'm pretty sure are all owned by the same people. It's like literally <laughs> we're dealing with four large companies owning everything.
2: Yeah, well that's what the world's coming to, isn't it? Facebook, Google. So
1: you got to play by their rules. So. Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. It's you can't be the indie guy sat round. Um, writing code not doing anything for a while and then writing for 36 hours straight yes. exactly you've got to be entertaining you got to be on camera promotion sponsorships all that stuff and oh come on no
1: <laughs> do you guys remember the the american movie um wayne's world <laughs> oh, I love that oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah remember the haunted thing i will not bow down to <laughs> <laughs> it's like little yellow difference yeah it's
2: my choice it's so the choice of a new generation <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the only way i could equate to this reality yeah. show. <laughs>
2: as a spot-on analogy <laughs> all right let's move on to some uh, some good news then diablo uh, diablo 3 the reaper of souls dlc has sold 2.7 million copies in its first week of sales
4: that's crazy that's
2: pretty good isn't it
0: it's a fifth of all diablo owners buying oh, that good. game in the first week
2: you're one of the other four fifths so aren't you well you haven't got it yet
0: i i'm not i'm not ready to trust again
3: <laughs> you've been burned <laughs>
0: Nah, I mean they've gotten rid of the auction house, and I'm like, "Mm, I'm looking at you better now. It's like (laughs) it's like you've scrubbed up, but I'm still not sure. I'm not sure we've gone through the the acquisited amount of time that I need to heal (laughs) to actually trust you again. But we don't know. Um, Richard's probably playing it, so he might be like, come on, they're not so bad.
2: He is loving it, he keeps putting it in a private chat, like, come on now, come and buy it, you can get it here for this (laughs) price.
0: I I know, and freaking Blizzard are on it as well, they're like, you can get it half price. Pretty
4: sure I've had Blizzard emails about it.
0: (laughs) Just like, God, just stop, God, all of these things. All the
4: pressure!
0: All the pressure! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, yeah, I... I don't know, I was in that really, really great honeymoon period with Diablo Two and then Diablo Three came out and it was like oh, all of your dreams are now have now come true like ah oh! and then they weren't they weren't true. They did not come true. They essentially stole my chocolate bourbon and replaced it with some sort of I don't know. Shit cake. Shit cake. That that was it. Some shit cake. Um so that's why I've not gone back to it yet.
4: Okay. Uh, it's, it's tempting. I, I I think I played the original Diablo. Mm. Christ, I must have been in school at the time, or just about to leave. I'm fairly sure it was that long ago, and I've really not been tempted back by it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm tempted to buy it just to see what the fuss is about, but yeah, you know, that's a lot of money to spend. Yeah.
2: So. yeah for curiosity. Exactly. The first Diablo I came out in '96.
4: Oh yeah, that that makes sense to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about the right kind of time frame yeah oh geez i feel old
2: <laughs> um all right and now you've got a new story about another simulator that's coming out
0: yeah so everyone's been liking this uh goat simulator there's a beer simulator <laughs> like i am freaking so excited about this it's like skyrim but you're a bear
3: <laughs> that's
0: all i need to say and I mean, I, I was, oh, you know, tooling around on Kickstarter. Like, uh, da, 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 da. If if you are quite humorous in your pitch, I will instantly back you. Mm. Like, when, when I had a look at this Kickstarter, it comes up as like, oh, you know, there's been a disturbing trends in games of late. Just look at this chart. Notice something? So, sure, these games are popular, and you might even call them fun, but they harbour a horrible bias in today's gaming world. Most are blind to it, but it's all right there. That's right. None of these games has you playing as a bear. <laughs> Fuck it, that's $15. Thanks, take my money. <laughs> that's it, that's all I need.
2: <laughs> Have you seen oh, the, the Kickstarter the goal, the stretch goals for this? A million dollars.
0: We'll live with bears. Become one with the
2: bears. That
0: sold it to (laughs) me even more. I'm just like, oh, man, I wish we get to that. Just to see you sit with some, like, actual bears.
1: But isn't that kind of like uh, all the other games that came out after Flappy Bird? Kind of like, you know, just to cash in that, like, theoretical kind of, like, real, like, oh, Flappy Bird's gone, so here, play this Flappy Fish, or play this. It's like... It's an think, afterthought. I mean, if you think about it.
0: This has been this has been around for a little while though, so this is oh, why real? I was still like, oh, you know, oh, I really, really excited about this because it it's only just launched its uh, Kickstarter quite recently, it's... but it has been in the background, kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> flashing my panties a for a while. You. As mm-hmm.
1: you were playing it, or uh, anybody playing, can somebody please tell me what uh, kind of sounds a bear makes when they shit in the woods? I need to know
0: I'm not sure will they answer this question well it better fucking be made because then we'll have that answer won't we I'll
2: try and find a sound effect and put it in
0: there
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to google what sound does a bear make when it shits in the woods but I did it's probably not a good idea
3: <laughs>
4: yeah delete that search history yeah the NSA will know that, that then so yeah that's probably not a good idea <laughs>
2: Um, is that all our news for this week? Yep. I think it is. Um, there's upcoming releases. There's not really a great deal coming out. Um, Elder Scrolls Online comes out today though. When you listen to this podcast, thirty five pound on PC, forty seven pound on Xbox One and PS4. Jeez.
0: Quite a bit. Mm.
2: Did you? Anyone play the uh, the beta for it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think?
1: Uh better than Skyrim. Really. I did- like Sky. Wow. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I did not like Skyrim. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Send all your hate mail to Jace Down. Show. <laughs> all your hate mail. All your trolls. Uh, I did not like it. Uh, I felt it was just tedious and dumb. Uh, and it's just way too many things. Way too many open things to do. And right off the bat, as soon as I started um, Eldest Girls Online, I really liked it. And that's interesting, because the thing is, I was totally in on it and escaping from what seemed to be hell uh, to try to get back to the real world and all these different challenges that you had to do and jumping around. I'm pretty sure probably be like Skyrim, even though it's a thousand years before Skyrim actually happened. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, en- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I will not I pay for it. I know my brother is. Uh, he he loves this game. He uh, He's played, uh, you know, uh, Oblivion, Skyrim, all this other stuff. He, he gets into this kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm a fighting game. Like, uh, I'm a versus fighting game kind yeah. of, like, indie game kind of guy. I don't, that's the reason why. That's the reason why I was trying to check out, like, you know, League of Legends and, like, Dota and stuff. Just to get something different on my palette, Something that I don't necessarily have to stream mm-hmm. online. With everybody else to watch me because I'm probably not going to be good at it and stuff. But (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, no. Given a free year of uh, of uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I would play it. I would have a lot of fun. Mm. And I've seen a lot of people playing it online, and it looks it looks a lot of fun. So
2: yeah, I played the beta for one day and then it closed, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) couldn't really get much done in that time. (laughs) (laughs) It looked
4: alright. I read some mixed reviews about stuff, but I don't know. Um, I might give it a shot, to be honest. It, it's only thirty-five quid on the PC. I Only paid a five or less for that than that for South Park, and that was a total gamble. So mm. that works out really well.
1: I would <laughs> like to play um, the um, Morrowind. Um, uh, what do you call it? Mod. That's for Skyrim. I think called uh, Skywind. You I guys heard about, about that, that. I think yeah. Somebody recreated more uh, Oblivion. Oh really? Morrowind, more Morrowind inside Skyrim and oh, just nice. modding thing up, so it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, there's a big around. modding community, isn't there, around Skyrim? Yeah, yeah. it's oh, huge. Yeah. The uh, Thomas Tank Engine one's probably the
4: scariest one. Just, just, just the
0: Thomas Tank <laughs> Engine, it's <was>
4: amazing. I got to look that up when we finished. I haven't seen that at all. Oh
0: my god, the soulless <laughs> look cool. in their eyes while
4: they yeah. Clean.
2: Thomas replaces the dragons.
0: Oh man.
2: Oh my god, that oh, that's so terrifying. <laughs> and the
0: My Little Pony one. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. That is also oh, yeah, terrifying. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's the one Lewis like, is playing right now. What about the Macho? <laughs> the Macho Man's replacing the dragon. Oh,
2: that's amazing. Oh my god, that's so good. The Macho man, <laughs> <and the Nacho laughs> man Left for Dead one is brilliant as well.
1: <laughs> you no, know, I love the uh what do you call it? The Teletubbies <laughs> left 4 uh, Oh my um, The zombies oh, are Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one.
4: Oh, and where do they get these ideas from? These crazy modders.
1: <laughs> drugs, drugs.
4: Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> That's yeah, probably, probably it. <laughs>
0: probably. A little bit of help from the recreational side.
2: Okay, that's all that's the uh, code releases for this week. We'll be back just after this short break and um, we'll be back with the top three.
1: If I asked you what a Couchmaster is, could you tell me what that is? I'm actually curious because I call myself a Couchmaster. Maybe it's because I spend a lot of hours sitting on my couch playing video games, watching movies, doing nothing. So, if I'm not really good at sports or video games, but I'm really good at sitting in a couch, would that make me a couch master? I think so. My name is John Riley. I am the head of the Couch Masters. We run a little website that does product reviews as far as video games, peripherals, headphones. We also do a podcast called The Couch Masters. You can find us at couchmasters.wix, that's wix.com forward slash TCM1. Or you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash sit and be merry. It's all one word, S-I-T. A-N-D-B-E-M-E-R-R-Y, just like merry old Jolly London, alright? Thank you very much for taking your time to ask the question, what is a Couchmaster, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the Ready Player Two podcast. These guys are awesome. My favorite podcast from London. Screw Ricky Gervais.
2: Uh, we are back, and we are now going to be doing the top three. Um, After last week's live podcast, I think we've decided that L1, but we're not entirely sure, so I'm going to do it this week instead, and Richard Lewis, it stopped me, so suck on that, so, (laughs) I know, I'm horrible, Uh, this week we're going to do, I want your top three worst video game controllers that you've ever used, so gamepads, anything like that, anything that you just absolutely hated using, and we're going to start with you, Elle. The Wiimote. Oh, she's gone in there, big, strong. Straight, straight Sorry,
0: away. like, <laughs> what? It, what even are you? What are you for? It's it's an obelisk, but it doesn't actually do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And you've got that, like, it's it's not even that it's just that singular thing that does a shit job. It's the whole fucking package. You've got this nunchuck thing, which you're, you know, flinging around. Causing which is
2: massively fasc- expensive as well.
0: Massively expensive, and you've got that shitty little sensor that you've got to put either on top of the TV or on the bottom of the TV, and, like... Animals, children, small gusts of wind, knock it over, the sensor doesn't work properly, gets you a little, uh, you know, when you're trying to select a game, it's fucking dancing across the street. It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then it, even, even if you do have it, it's just like, well, you can either actually really go for it. So fling your arms around, get really into it, which is what you do when you're drunk. Or if, you know, you've played it for a little while, you'll discover that if you just do the laziest action ever, that amounts to the same result. Yeah. I was flinging your limbs about pretty much yeah that's not freaking cool man <laughs> and then also you have to buy an attachment for it to actually do the fucking job that it was meant to do in the first place <laughs> shame on you yeah, shame true.
2: shame on you that is a strong start all right um
4: byron let's have you second um the original xbox controller not oh. the xbox s like thing the small version they released um on general release which was supposed to apparently only supposed to be the japanese market but that absolutely massive massive hulking thing yeah i've I've got pretty big hands but they were white and black buttons weren't they because they didn't have bumpers on the original one but those white and black bump those white and black buttons jesus christ my thumbs are not that big that no no no, very awkward
2: placing of them
4: yeah you're not kidding xbox 360 controller brilliant um the the smaller the xbox s controller that was brilliant that was pretty good too but that original xbox one oh my god ow (laughs) (laughs) good
2: start i like it okay john what's your first one
1: sega activator oh i'm
2: gonna have to google this
1: uh you know what think about well here's the thing sega beat microsoft with their connect they beat them to to the punch yeah uh it was a uh octagon that you stood inside of it (laughs) it it was supposed to allow you to uh control your video games oh shit yeah i remember this
2: it had the beams of light didn't it going up to the ceiling
1: yeah it's it's uh, no games were actually well there was only one real game that you could almost use with it and that was (laughs) combat but no games were literally made for it so you literally you just ended up sticking your hand out and for press a or you know move your leg for press b it was just a complete (laughs) and utter shit device
2: (laughs) excellent good thing very strong start. Okay, um, El, what's your second choice, please?
0: The power glove.
2: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> what? If you're gonna do something, do it fucking properly. <laughs> Jesus, but it's so rad. It's so, so bad. rad. Um, I just think, you know, I, I'm just gonna apply my hover car analogy to it. If you're gonna make a hover car, at least you know, make a few fucking prototypes first so it doesn't crash and burn when you fucking start the thing up. Yeah. Power glove. <laughs> Learn how to fucking make things.
2: <coughs>
0: Jesus Christ.
2: I didn't realise there was this many shit controllers. Alright, um
4: Byron, your second one, please? The N sixty four. Oh <laughs> really? Yeah. Which I'm bit? On which this. bit am I supposed to hold? There are, there are three. There are three bits coming off this thing, and it's like you've got to hold it one awkward way to get the D-pad and some of the buttons, and then you got to hold it a different way to get at the analog stick. And uh, come on, <laughs> judging by their form, with the Wii, they didn't really do that much better. The GameCube is all right. That's not so bad. That's like a proper controller yeah, type thing.
2: It's a controller, isn't it? <laughs>
4: exactly. You've got the, you know, the um, the PlayStation-style two bits sticking out. You hold on to. Great shoulder buttons, lovely. But the N64. And with its button underneath as well, that had—I'm pretty sure—that had a Z trigger on the bottom. Yep. And just how do I hold Z. this? What am I supposed to do?
2: Good choice. <laughs> okay, John, your second one, please.
1: Uh, you guys remember the second Saturn? Here's another Saturn one. Oh yeah. S- <laughs> controller.
2: Jesus, that thing! Yeah.
1: Oh my God! I was like, I thought that like you know the the Dreamcast was bad when it came to controllers, but this—it's like completely. Uncomfortable, yeah, just obscene, and the fact that it was just like a little circle with all the controls in there, and it's just, and these little tiny grips at the bottom. <laughs> I was like, no, nah. I'm like, good, I can't believe I actually traded this, uh, that console for like, uh, I traded my PS2 for that console. Yeah, so did I. Just so I could get Virtual Fighter. <laughs> just for Virtual Fighter, it was the worst. Oh, this just' that's a good strong good strong choice as well. (laughs) All
2: right, your third one, please.
0: The uh, Philips CDI game controller that looked like a fucking TV remote control. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand who thought that this was such (coughs) a great ergonomic design decision.
4: But it had an analog stick.
0: I have a lady hands, small lady hands. This is not a comfortable thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, TV remote, you just press down on the buttons, that's fine. You don't need a freaking like wrestle with this remote thing. It's like a bastardized child. Like you don't breed two species that aren't compatible. This is freaking like a hippo parrot. It just isn't gonna fucking
3: work. Jesus oh, I Christ.
4: I remember playing with that thing in showrooms years and years and years ago. Oh, God. That was awful. I'll give you that one.
2: I don't know if that ever made it to America, John. It died pretty quick in the UK. <clears throat> all right, Byron, your third one and final one, please.
4: Purely for the amount of pain that this thing caused me years ago, it is another Sega one, unfortunately, the Mega Drive controller or <laughs> Genesis. That thing, uh, layout wasn't too bad. The buttons were all in the right place and everything, but there was no comfort no ergonomics in that thing whatsoever you're playing sonic for more than two hours or so which i probably did quite often and you literally have claws by the time you put the controller down you no longer have hands you have the claw it was so uncomfortable my hands cramped up so much
2: d-pad was terrible
4: as well oh the d-pad hurt your thumbs after a while I mean, it laid out fine. Responsiveness, fine, no problem. Buttons are in a great place. Yeah, but no, that D-pad just cut your thumbs. It was so horrible to hold. Yeah, good choice.
2: Yeah. These are some good, good choices here. All right, John, your third and final one, please.
1: All right, I get you all beat. <laughs> it's a, it's a GameCube controller. Ooh. Uh, the only thing that was bad about this video game, it was a, uh, it was a specific. Controller made for this video game. I'm talking about Resident Evil 4. The chainsaw. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> oh my god. It oh my god. was complete garbage because you could not hold it. Com- I actually wasted my money on this one uh, back in uh, <laughs> 2002, 2003. Uh, I thought it was going to be wicked awesome. But. Um, No, it was (laughs) complete garbage. You couldn't hold it comfortably, it weighed too much, it was too damn expensive and you couldn't even, there wasn't like a special option where you got to like, you know, move the controller and use the chainsaw. It was just literally a controller that looked like a chainsaw that was just very uncomfortable
2: and stupid. The way the controls are laid out on it, looking at it now,
1: how did it ever
2: work? Yeah,
1: I, I just I, looked up some I shots up. of it and what? Sometimes I ended up holding the blade out of the controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: stupid. Right, right. There's, uh, there's all our choices then. Um, I'm gonna try and vote, uh, try and score this then. I'll start with you Byron the Xbox One. The original Xbox controller was a beast and very uncomfortable to hold. The Mega Drive, I agreed it was. It after a while, it just hurt your hands. But I was a, I was a big fan of the N64 controller, uh, holding the middle analog stick with the Z button on the back. I never used the D pads on that pretty much. I think um, I never played with an activator, John. But it looks like a completely useless idea. <laughs> 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 and the GameCube con- chainsaw controller is just ridiculous as well. Now um, oh, I never played with the Power Glove. But that looks pretty pointless as well, isn't it?
1: Wasn't it used in one of the, uh,
2: yeah,
3: the movie Freddy the, the film?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's why I quote it it's so rad it's <laughs> so rad <Yeah>. so bad
2: <laughs> the Wiimote is terrible and the Philips CDI just looking at it is one of the worst looking controllers I've yeah. ever seen in my life um, I think you're going to have to win El because yeah. the, wi- the Wiimote is a load of shit as well
3: <laughs>
4: damn you L! <laughs> so
2: happy but they're all incredibly strong choices for this
4: to be fair, I think the power glove takes it for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should have stole my idea. I should have said that first. <laughs> Dang it.
0: I don't Is know. That... The, hate, the hate was strong with the Wii Mote. Yeah, uh,
2: the Wii Mote was instant win, pretty much. It's awful, I yeah. think. Yeah.
1: Do you guys ever see the, the Wii bowling ball remote?
4: No. What?
1: Yeah, it, it's. No, I'm sorry. It's just, it looks like it's a plastic bowling ball <laughs> with the Wii controller uh, buttons on it.
2: Oh, oh my, god. my god! Holy shit! That is hideous.
0: <laughs> that is atrocious. That is that awesome. Oh my god! Who who comes up with these things? <laughs> I wonder
2: I'm how many really of went through TVs.
0: Like I know, I know, right? Drunk, but edit fucking sober. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: Anything we win, this what well, <laughs> yeah. on now? You're onto a winner, we? <laughs> the hate
0: is strong with we.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do. Um, a, a little game this week, because uh, Lewis isn't here, someone else may stand the chance to actually win for a change. Uh, so we'll be right back in just a minute.
4: Planet Earth, a scientist creates the ultimate machine.
3: At last,
1: A machine that will give him the power to journey into the Mega World. With thousands of colours, 16-bit graphic technology
2: and 10-channel mega-stereo sound... The most
3: advanced video
2: game system in the universe. Yes! Mega Drive from... C- Welcome back. We're now going to play one of my world-famous random little games. Uh, this is a game I've completely stolen from anyone that used to listen to the old Games Radar UK podcast. You'll be very familiar with the random game name game. Uh, what I've done is I've gone to videogamena.me, which is basically a video game... Uh, name generator website and all it does is generate random names so what I'll do I will generate a random name then all of the get the hosts have 90 seconds to tell me what platform this would be on uh, what style of game it would be and uh, yeah pretty much that's it and um, the other guys have to at the end of each one decide whether they'd play that game or not so who wants to go first Byron?
4: Alright
2: yeah alright Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your first name Oh my god
4: Uh oh I don't like the sound of this already.
2: <laughs> Alright, your ninety seconds will start as soon as I finish the title. <laughs> the Harlem Globe, <laughs> The Harlem Globetrotters Pinball Piano.
4: <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters Pinball Piano. Yes. Okay. Um uh, okay. This sounds like it would probably be a really early, crappy tie-in crossover type thing. So obviously I'm going to go with a pinball game, they've kind of nailed it there for me. Um, I would say this would probably be Mega Drive kind of era, or Genesis, whatever you prefer. And it's a pinball game, so I don't know how much of a synopsis you can do about pinball. You fire it and your playfield is in the shape of a piano. (laughs) how did the Globetrotters (laughs) tie into this well it'd be Globetrotters branding wouldn't it you know (laughs) uh, back then when they did um, game tie-ins and film tie-ins and stuff like that it didn't actually have to have anything to do with um, what you were sponsoring or whatever it could have been anything as long as you got the name you got some logos in there like I don't know you slap on some Harlem Globetrotter logos all over the piano in the background. And that would have been enough back in the Mega Drive days, let's be honest.
2: <laughs> fair enough, I'll give you that one. That was 80 seconds as well, so fair play, good start. <clears throat> uh, would you guys play that?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: i give it go. All right, L, you're next. Oh,
3: shit.
2: Oh, this is amazing. All right, <laughs> 90 seconds start when I finish the title. Giant Hippo Squadron.
0: Oh, amazing. Giant Hippo <laughs> Squadron is an indie PC game. Now, it's also a simulator. So you've got to breed, you've got to raise these giant flying hippos. Uh, you know, you've got to go through all the genetics, get the best giant hippo that you can. Um, <laughs> what's have friend? Your champion giant hippo. You've got to take it to the battlefield. Uh, you know, you've got to customize your hippo. Got to you know make it look like really really cool. You know because you've got to got to actually be able to see your hippo in this uh, multi multi playing online battlefield <laughs> with different kind of sceneries ranging from Tokyo to you know more um, natural surroundings. You know different plains, Africa, amazing. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. It's going to be an indie PC title. It's going to be a map and you're gonna. It's going to be a simulator battlefield thing.
2: I like it. You have ten seconds left, but yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll definitely play that. I don't know about you guys.
4: I would play the shit out of that. I have to say.
2: <laughs> John, what's your stance on the giant hippo squadron?
1: Nah. No, not I've for you. I've seen it happen so many times. <laughs> so many it's overplayed. It's like COD. Why Why play it?
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Excellent. All right, then, John, you're up now.
2: And your name... Game name... Oh, my God. Good luck with this one. Vegetarian Business Unleashed.
1: <laughs> Vegetarian <laughs> Business Unleashed. Yes. Okay, Vegetarian Business Unleashed is a Nintendo 3DS game that uh, plays sort of like that kind of like baking uh app and uh, not app game where uh you're uh in a business and you sell vegetables and you sell uh, all this other vegan stuff but you know you actually have to fight against the meat eaters by throwing things across the thing with your little stylist <laughs> all right. and also uh, for some reason ace attorney pops out of somewhere and just says <laughs> objection every time you try to use soy based products <laughs> so uh what else Let's see. Well, you, you gather the ingredients by hunting Pokemon during <laughs> the, the game. It's a cross-promotion kind of thing. There's so. lots of Titans in this. Oh, yes. A lot of Titans. It's actually uh, the brainchild of Shigeru Miyamoto. So, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, what else? Uh, yeah. It's a first-person shooter. It's the first <laughs> Nintendo 3DS first-person shooter. That's it.
2: Okay. Um, how Barbara. did you play this?
0: You had, you had me. me until, until... we kind of went <laughs> down the hill with all the what different the kind of genres <laughs> like yeah yeah okay it's kind of like cake mania and it's got phoenix right it's a journey and it's also got pokemon and it's also first person shooter
1: i don't know oh, i what, don't what, know do. <laughs> <laughs> it, <a> <laughs> like,
0: it was like oh you know it started to be a be a painting and then too many colors got in there i'm not gonna play it it's on the 3ds what do you expect i'm, a, I'm pretty <laughs>
1: much acting like a nintendo dev uh Uh, after a binging night of drinking and Uh drugs. (laughs) And I forgot to do my homework, and I'm standing in front of the Nintendo execs, and I go, here's a game. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Vegetarian business thing. Great. Follow me with this. this." And we're going to do that. We're going to capture all the markets, and we're going to make it a MOBA. Oh,
3: my God.
2: I could see Nintendo releasing that. To be fair, uh, yeah, they could definitely. All right, let's have another round of this. I'm enjoying this, uh, Byron. Your next one, then. Oh my god, <laughs> Amish barcode anarchy.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Amish barcode anarchy. What? Okay. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> okay so that would be a mobile game like in the style of barcode battler where you have to scan barcodes from different things including finding the secret one on the right tin of beans um and each barcode you scan will give you like an amish fighter in a roster up to about i don't know up to about six of them maybe um and then you would have like a tag team beat em up royal rumble style fighting game so yeah I like it.
3: <laughs>
2: um, would you guys buy that?
0: To be completely honest, I'd buy that because the title <laughs> alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you saw that on Steam, uh, Steam Greenlight.
0: I would all be just yeah. <laughs> just
4: yeah, if that pops up in the App Store, I yeah, all over <laughs> it. All right, and now let's get you another one.
0: Oh no.
2: Oh, I think you'll like this one. Although it's not, it doesn't scan very well. Art of Devil of Death.
0: Art of Devil of Death.
1: I did to get all the good ones?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart from giant hippo squadron. Okay, Art of Devil of Death. This one is going to be a PlayStation 2 game. Um, this was before the Dante area. So this uh-huh. is going to be incredible. This is kind of, you're going to play as like a, 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 a chibi. So this right. is going to be like quite cutesy, quite artsy. It's got that aesthetic in it. Now this is going to take like different kind of uh, gameplay uh, mechanics from Okami. So you're going to use the stylus for different battle uh, uh, moves in battle. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be a turn-based uh, RPG. Yes. Okay. I don't even know what else I can say about that. There's like part <laughs> of Devil of Death. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. <laughs> That's all you're getting. Okay. Fair enough.
2: Um, I wouldn't play that one, I don't think. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs>
1: what
2: about you, John? Would you ever get that?
1: No, I, the name had me. It's, <laughs> you know, thanks to YouTube, I wouldn't buy that game. If that game came out in the 80s, <laughs> uh, uh, or the early 90s, I would have definitely bought it just on the phone. I saw that at, like, you know, uh, an electronics boutique or whatever they have around here that's no longer around, it's so, like a Kmart, yeah. I'd buy it up. <laughs> for the whole ESRB kind of you need to be 18 it sounds like an 18 plus game
2: yeah definitely art of the devil of death or something like that yeah. <laughs> alright then John your second one yes. is oh my god maniac hair salon king
1: <laughs> <laughs> right okay maniac hair what hair salon king oh this is easy
2: <laughs> away you go <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, Maniac Hair Salon King is going to be playing just like Yakuza on the PS4 <laughs> or the PS3, literally, and he's going to look like uh, Mr. Satan from uh, uh, from Dragon Ball Z. And He's going to walk around, he's going to have perfect hair, and also he has to, he's just... You know, he's rebuilding his kingdom uh, when it comes to salons. He's kind of like the Vidal Sasuna Japan. And he goes into a neighborhood that already has all these other salons. And so he has to have like a turf battle. So pretty much he has to go around challenging all the other salons to A, a salon hairstyle match. And B, a beat-em-up. So it's going to be awesome because you're going to walk around and you're going to beat up people. And also you're going to have the ability of actually styling hair. And it's a motion capture thing for the Kinect as well. So when you move your hands certain ways in front of the Kinect, you're actually styling hair. (laughs) So it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, They're going to have, what do you call it? That guy from The the, uh, Last Samurai. Oh my god. The
2: time is up. (laughs) There we go. I'll buy that in an
4: instant.
0: I would play the shit out of that game.
4: (laughs) No, not if it's a Kinect. I'm sorry.
1: It's the ability to do the connect. It's just gonna be so much easier to do it on the uh, with your hands instead of the controller.
2: <laughs> All right, let's do one more round through. We did a pretty for time. All right, Byron, good luck with this one. Oh. Shady Nazi Junior. <laughs>
4: uh. Okay. So. This is a PC first-person shooter from about 10 to 15 years ago, where you are a graduate from, I don't know, did they have graduates? In, like, the Hitler Youth? Nazi um, <laughs> oh <my> guy. <God. laughs> yeah. So, and except that your mission, you've been given an ultra-top-secret mission, and instead of actually being on the side of the Nazis, your secret mission is actually to bring down the Third Reich and kill Hitler on your own, because... FPS games on the PC 10-15 years ago, you were a one-man army and you know, straight out of Hitler, you, you'd have been sorted. <laughs> I like
2: it. Short and sweet. <laughs> Everything I wanted in there, I'd, I'd play that, definitely. I'd have played that 10 years ago, definitely. How about you, Al? Would you play that?
3: Yeah, I'd play that.
0: Yeah, yeah, good,
2: we go. <laughs> Alright then, your next one, Al, your final one. Oh no. Advanced Banjo Legend
0: oh my god okay the advanced banjo legend so you're gonna have a controller which is very much like the uh, guitar hero one yes however it's going to be a real banjo Uh so this is gonna be great you're gonna actually have to like be a bard you're going to be a bard in a battle scenario (laughs) and you have to battle other people with amazing banjo solos and it's all set in America. Like, you know, the uh, the redneck America It's going to be great. <laughs> Just that's it. That's
3: all you need.
0: <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to play that game.
2: Uh, what system is this for?
0: It doesn't even matter. It can be across all the board if it needs <laughs> of to them. be. <laughs> all, of the... <laughs> all of the consoles. It needs to be as accessible as, I don't know, bread. There we go.
2: I think an iOS game is a good choice for that. Like oh a handheld God. touch game. Uh, God, music,
3: you know? be a... Do
1: they have a celebrity endorsement? Yeah,
3: but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh. Ashley like... Banjo. <laughs> Just, go white. Just go wait. Just <laughs> go wait.
0: Who would I want to play the banjo? I'm not sure. We'll get Duck Dynasty on it. They're great. Uh,
2: there's your time as well. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Just throw in Duck Dynasty there at the end. All right, John, your final one. And our final one today Sonic's Mountain Climber School. <laughs>
1: Sonic as in the- the- the Sonic blue guy?
2: You can take that out of you want it. Yeah, it just says Sonic's Sonic's Mountain Climber School.
1: Sonic's Mountain Climbing School. (laughs) Alright. Okay, here's a really easy game. It's actually a Flash game on the computer. It's made by Happy Wheels. And it's starring Sonic. And Sonic shows you how to mountain climb up schools, because he goes really, really fast in one place, and then zooms up the wall. And then when you try to do it, You just get up about 15 feet and then you land and you crash. And you break (laughs) apart into little tiny bits. But the thing is, you want to get as high up the wall as possible. And of course, Sonic goes, Let's go! Come
3: on, guys! And it's just (laughs)
1: no no matter how much enthusiasm or um, consoling he does for you, you never get up past the thing. I think the world record right now is 17 feet.
3: (laughs) because
1: <laughs> so. you wear those funny shoes where you're on the la- run up the walls but you always eventually fall apart and die and there's a lot of youtube videos out there of like guys named tabuscus and uh pewdiepie is actually that's one of his most hit video and he's got the most views on it so it's just him running up a wall
2: <laughs> excellent thank you very much i'll play that i'll definitely play that
1: anything with sonic in it yeah hell yeah Oh, so
3: it's amazing. <laughs>
2: Oh, right, I think that'll do for this podcast, um, we'll definitely bring that game back again, I want to see how Lewis gets on with that. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> um, right, so we'll give you all a chance to plug your stuff now, so, um, we'll start with you Byron, what are you doing in the upcoming week, um, who do you want to say thanks to for interacting on Twitter, do 20 to any podcasts, uh, all that sort of stuff,
4: oh, away you so, go. um, yeah, so thanks, yeah, everyone on, I don't know, all of our great Ready Player 2 po- followers, I'd say, um. To be honest, um, I'm probably going to spend most of next week uh, trying to figure out what I'm going to put up next on the <laughs> YouTube channel. Um, no, I've got... Um, there are a couple of old, like really and really old-school games I want to go back and play, and I started doing some early content for uh, Ready Player 2 TV. We did like a, a throwback Thursday. We did Vib Ribbon on that, so we'll kind of try and bring that back a little bit. Most well, disturbing I've game I've ever seen. Oh, Vib Ribbon is amazing. I bought that when it came <laughs> out. It was amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> I was so happy when that was brought up on this podcast. It looks
0: insane.
4: Oh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's really weird though because I've been spoiled by modern rhythm action rhythm action games and the timing on that is really weird mm. but it yeah it is a lot of fun that one. Um, you'll find me hanging out on Twitter at BR Collier. Um, is that me? Yeah, that's me pretty sure um, or check out the ready Player 2 TV YouTube channel.
2: There you go on message. Thank you very much, uh, John. What what are you up to
1: this coming week? Where are you, where are you on Twitter and uh, yeah stuff like that? You can find me on Twitter at Good Riley. Just how it sounds, Good Luck Riley. All <laughs> and uh, my uh, my group is the Couch Masters. You can find us on Twitter at Couch underscore Masters. Our website is CouchMasters.WIX.com slash tcm one. That's where we run the Couchmasters. All encompass everything there. We have a live feed for our Twitch channel. We have our YouTube videos. We have a schedule exactly what's going on. You can go check it out. You had uh, your own podcast on there, do you? Yeah, no, we have. I think that uh, it may be up to date, I think, currently. But, yeah, we we do a, a podcast that's uh, now live on Ustream.tv. So oh, every nice. Tuesday. I was way too busy yesterday, so we couldn't have been able to uh, – posted but we can go to mixcloud and look for us on there and also we are part of uh second uh we're we're trying to take over the globe one podcast <laughs> at a time so that's our tagline so all it's the things to yeah Caleb, well, we're your Twitter. key into the uk exactly yeah we're, we're trying to take over the united states we'll leave the uk to you guys
2: <laughs> thank you hey.
1: hey but that's pretty much it yeah secondopinionpod.com we're a small little website we're trying to take over the world we're trying to do the best that we can we're going to be at PAX East if anybody uh, uh, travels across the pond or any U.S. Uh, US fans of your podcast like more than me so <laughs>
2: we do get quite a lot of lit downloads from Virginia and California strangely nice
1: nice. well you can consider me from Massachusetts so I need to get up with I listen to a lot on Stitcher so that's my, my bad because I pull from the RSS feeds yes. so I,
2: actually- I think we are on Stitcher I put us on there once I think yep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe anyway okay brilliant um, L, who would you like to thank you to what is coming up on our website in the next couple days and um, what are you going to be up to
0: Ooh, uh, I would like to thank the Twitter peeps. Thank you, Twitter peeps, for being generally awesome. Um, they always make me smile. It's great. Yeah. Um, you can find me at escaping at IRL on the internet. Um, we've had quite a few like nice things go up on the site. We've had a lovely little indie spotlight on Krill Byte Studios, which is immense. Like it's, it's fantastic. It's just a nice little... Uh, keyhole into what like a little indie developers actually do on their day to day life um in the next couple of days you can see more previews there'll be more things going up and there'll be a couple of reviews in the the works as well
2: excellent um we are going to Eurogamer (sighs) If uh, any of our listeners want to do anything with us there, we're going to try and arrange a meet and greet. <laughs> I say meet and greet. It's going to be just a big piss up on the Friday night, basically.
0: It, it, it is. Because
2: it um, I'll be there Friday and Saturday. Lewis is there for all four days. Um, Elle's trying to arrange some things, all aren't you? All days. Really?
0: Fingers crossed.
2: And Rich has three kids, so he may be there for one, probably <laughs> two. <laughs> but we'll all be there Friday and Saturday, I'm sure. So we'll, um, if you go in, get your tickets soon, because they are selling out really fast, apparently.
0: Yeah, they always
2: Indeed do. they are. Mm, I've been denied press access because apparently I'm not good enough. But um,
0: I'm working on it.
2: There is some richer press access for us. Um, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go and play games. They can do the work. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at rossbell 1984 You can find uh, the other podcast that I do, which is Man on the Post, which is a weekly football podcast. Um, every every Monday that's out. Uh, that's Man on the Post on Twitter as well. Um, what else do we have to plug now? What else do we normally do? Who won the contest? Contest.
1: For, uh, the, the names. The names of the video games. The ideas behind it. Wasn't that a contest?
2: No, it's <laughs> a little fun game you all won. We're all winners for that. Uh, we're all winners? Yay! We're all winners. It's,
1: this is something that fascinates me. You like American football. I love American football interesting because i always thought that like when you talk about football i always thought you're talking about like david beckham or, or like soccer
2: <laughs> the oh pod- yeah that's still I'm football like the podcast that i do is about um, english football yeah soccer but i'm a, a massive nfl fan as well and that's pretty awesome Good
1: for you.
2: <laughs> but yeah we are ready p2 on twitter our website is readyplayertwo.co.uk um and yeah if you're gonna leave us if you download the podcast from itunes then uh, rate and review us please just leave us a five-star review it's the only really review that we want if you you don't like us don't review us just (laughs) unsubscribe don't be a dick about it alright and I want to say thank you to everyone that helped us in the face of the internet trolls on uh, Twitter this week (laughs) (laughs) everyone that got involved oh yes we we love you all Um, so that is all for this week Um, next week I assume Rich will be back Lewis may be back I'm not sure when his internet is being uh, turned on Uh, Probably for his own safety, not for a while. But until then, (laughs) we will be back with you next week. Everyone say goodbye.
3: Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Goodbye.